Okay. All right. So, I'm going to be talking about sanctification and endurance. All right. Basically, you all know what it means to endure. It means to stick things out, uh, difficult uh, situations, you know, to overcome. All right. That's basically what it means. Start with, uh, you know, let's get here with... um, Galatians chapter 6, verse 9. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at a proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. All right? So basically, you know, don't give up, you know, don't give up uh, doing the things that are what we're supposed to do as Christians. Um, it gets hard, especially when, you know, we have friends and family that mock us for doing the right thing in, in God's eyes. And we take a lot of heat for it. Um, we go through a lot of struggle and, uh, Sometimes you feel like you want to give up, okay? Because you don't see an end in sight, or it's something, let's say, like divorce and remarriage that um, your wife or husband don't want to come back to you and reconcile the first covenant marriage, so you have to live this life alone, okay? And this time the devil will play with your mind, all right? He'll use people to tell you to give up oh you should go find a new spouse um god 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 understands you know um you only get one life that's right you only get one life and if you screw it up that's it all right in god you know god was tempted for 40 days and 40 nights by the devil, and he overcame, okay? We can't, uh, we can't give up. We can't be like Esau and give up his birthright for a piece of lentil stew, all right? That's what the devil would want you to do. That is what people who don't really want to follow Christ want you to do. That is people who, um, I mean, when you become a Christian, you're facing a triple threat, okay? The world, your flesh, and the devil. Mind and will and emotions that's apart from God, and you have to stick it out. But God said he'll give us strength, all right? And it's up to us whether we want to believe that or not, okay? It's up to us. He gives us a choice. He's not going to force us. It's what we want to do. What do we want to do? He says, choose this day who you will serve. All right? That's in the Old Testament. 
All right. Heaven and earth is here today to record. Who do you choose? Revelation says, he who is filthy, let him be filthy still. He who is holy, let him be holy still. All right. That's what God says. All right. It's up to us what we want to do. With that, with the knowledge we're given, and are we willing to stick it out? Like Jake, like Jesus uh, stuck it out. Okay. We have. Uh, <clears throat> what's next? We have Hebrews chapter 12. All right. Verse 1 Run with endurance. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out before us. Okay? Let us drop all those things that would hinder our walk with Christ to win the prize. And the thing is, yeah, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. It's hard for me. I know it's hard for you, but... It all depends what we want to do. Once again, do you want to miss out on heaven or do we want to be with God forever? And it's not easy. It is not easy, especially um, going through these times right now. All right. I don't know if you noticed, but uh, New York City, they had a PSA announcement for preparing for a nuclear attack. Okay, a nuclear attack. And then they're saying that it's not it's very unlikely that we will have this. But you already know when they say something like that, you already know that uh, not to listen to the mainstream media when they tell you don't worry. You should panic. You should prepare. Okay. Um, sad to say that mentality is with a lot of preachers, a lot of pastors who say that, you know, you shouldn't, you don't really have to follow that. It doesn't take all that to follow Jesus Christ. It's it's okay. We'll all make it to heaven. We're all God's children. When the Bible says otherwise, without holiness, no man will see the Lord. Okay. That, that, that is something too. Okay. <clears throat> It is a fearful thing to end up in the hands of the Almighty. All right. Here's the next one. Okay. Philippians chapter four, verse 13. You can do hard things. I will do. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Okay. It's a lot, it's, you know, it's one thing to say it's, you know, to it's easier said than done at times, but he can give us strength, okay? But it's up to us to have faith. Meshach, Shedrach, and Abednego had to go through, you know, either they're going to bow to the to Nebuchadnezzar's idol, or are they going to refuse and obey the God of the universe, even if it means that they will risk their own death. Okay? Even if it would mean their own death. All right? Is that what we're going to do? 
as Christians. I mean, look at the fact of, uh, you know, we have FEMA camps, okay? We have FEMA camps all over this country. We have FEMA camps in New York City. We have FEMA trains, okay? We In the book of Revelation, all right, Christians are going to get their heads chopped off. Christians are going to be hunted down, those who don't take the mark of the beast. All right? That's the thing. Are Christians going to stand with the Lord, or are they going to take the mark of the beast, which will eventually, um, when that time comes, you know, they're going to choose, they have to choose between God and enduring starvation, enduring uh, the Lord, trusting the Lord to provide for them, trusting the fact that, you know, God has you, willing to endure the fact that, you know, friends and family, spouses, husbands, wives, children will turn on you because you chose to follow Christ instead of taking the mark of the beast and feeding your stomachs for that night. And having a roof over your head. Jesus was homeless. Okay. Jesus was homeless. All of us like our creature comforts. Let's just be honest. But if you follow in Christ. There's a risk. There's a big chance that will be taken away from you. Or you'll be called to walk away from that. To give up your homes. To give up our homes. It, it's real. It's going to get real. When that antichrist. When, that, when the beast comes on the scene. All right. And everybody's going to love him. Those who are not who are in the strong delusion. Everybody's going to love him. He's not going to be someone that's going to be hated by everybody. He's going to be loved by a lot of people. And when the beast starts issuing that mark, what are you going to do? All right. Are you going to endure starving, Having to go to different places, you being friends with people you may not likely be friends, but they are Christian and they follow the Lord. Are you are we willing to move out of our comfort zones? Yes, Jesus moved out of his comfort zone. Birds have nests, foxes have holes, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. Christians are pilgrims walking through this world. Walking through this world. Jesus was a nomad. Okay. That's another thing too. He was a nomad. He was homeless. And that's basically that's the possibility of you being homeless yourself. The Christian life is very demanding. But once again, it's a choice. But the thing is like if we choose not to, we're not going to heaven. We are not going to heaven. You're not going to get a participation trophy. Okay? The same energy to try to to, to, to actually have to, to try and strive and to produce in this world is the same energy you have to have, okay, to make it to heaven. You can't be lukewarm and go to heaven. It's not possible. It is really, really a rough and difficult way. Narrow is the gate to eternal life. Brought us the path to hell. Many people are going to be believing, you know, there are many ways to heaven. We're all God's children. You don't have to be born again. 
you don't have to live for him. You don't have to make hard choices about your life. You don't have to risk sacrificing your goals and your dreams for Jesus. That's the thing. All right. Moving on. Romans chapter 5, verse 3 to 4. Perseverance produces character. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that the suffering produces perseverance. And perseverance, character. And character, hope. Okay? This is something that, once again, um, I can see why the sports analogy in the Bible, in the New Testament, pretty much I uh, describes what the life is perfectly. That you have to be willing to sacrifice. It's like a person who's lifting weights uh, in a boxing match. In order to win that boxing match, you have to work out. You have to go on a diet. You can't be watching. You can't be... Uh, uh, eating junk food and stuff, work out at the gym and still think you're going to win that boxing match. No, you have to go on a diet. Can't be watching porn. Can't be watching secular movies. Listen to secular music and expect to have a, a victorious life in Christ. It's not going to happen. All right. You can't have friends that that don't have a Christian relationship that is against Christ and extinct your spiritual walk will be good. It's not going to happen. Okay. And then when the devil wants to come at you, you wonder why we, we wonder why we lose. We wonder why we lose those fights because not taking the training seriously, not taking the conditioning not being willing to go through the pain. Okay. And it, in that, you know, you're going to have, you're going to be alone with Jesus. That's it. There's no way around it. You're not going to, you're not going to, it's not going to be sunshines and rainbow. And like he said, he said, he endures to the end shall be saved. It's not the fact of, you know, you said a little prayer and you go on living your life the way you live before you were saved. This that doesn't work. Okay. The military has a term when it comes to the, the life of a, of a person being in the military, embracing the suck. Okay. The mundane life of being in the military, getting up, PT, eating certain foods, uh your 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 uh military duties. Okay. And you do the whole thing again. And that's what it's like. Okay, it's a disciplined life. It's a life of cutting away things out of your life that are not pleasing to God. You may grit your teeth. You may get angry at God. You may flip out. But the thing is, is God always gives you a choice. Okay, are you still going to endure to the end or you're not? 
but you, it's just the thing that you have to understand, though. You're not going to get rewarded for, you know, for going halfway. It's like being in the military and you're like, you can't, you're not, you're not willing to go all the way. Guess what? You're going to get kicked out. And it's the same thing with the Christian life. You want to live life your way or you can't, you don't want to go all the way. You're not going to heaven. You're going to hell. A lot of, this is not popular in churches. This is not popular preaching this either on the streets. Because everybody, you know, a lot of people just want things for free or want to, it doesn't work. There's no participation trophies to go to heaven. It don't work that way. Like I said, the same energy you have to use to produce to keep your job is the same energy you got to produce to keep you, make your election sure, the same energy to produce to, to, um, to overcome. All right. That, that's basically what it is. And a lot of people don't want to hear that. They think that, you know, God is going to just, uh, what, just, just let you in because you said a prayer. Bible says work on your salvation with fear and trembling. All right. That's what he said. Let me read something from Revelation, okay? Chapter 3, verse 12. He that overcometh, I will make a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go out, go no more out, and I will write upon him the name of my God, and the name of the city of my God, which is the new Jerusalem, which cometh down out of heaven from my God, and I will write upon him my new name. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit had to say to the churches. Okay, now now we're going to go on to verse 14. And unto the angel of the church of Laodiceans, write, These things saith the Lord, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would worth you were cold or hot. So then, because thou art lukewarm, neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Because thou sayest, I am rich, I increase with goods, I have no need of nothing, I have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched, miserable, poor, and blind, and naked. I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire, that thou mayest be rich, and white raiment that thou may be clothed, and that thy shame of thy nakedness does not appear, and anoint thine eyes with eyesal that thou mayest see. As many I love I rebuke, and chasten be zealous therefore, and repent. Behold, I stand at the door. And knock, if any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him, and I will sup with him, and he with me. To him that overcometh, I will grant to sit with me in the throne, even also, even, I'm sorry, even as I also overcame, and I am set down with my father in his throne. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. So as we can see here, you know, like I said before, there is no participation trophy with Jesus. Okay We have to put in the work We have to put in the work A relationship requires work If there's no relationship You don't have a relationship with Jesus If there's no work into it Deuteronomy chapter 31 verse 8 The Lord himself goes before you And will be with you And he will never leave you Nor forsake you Do not be afraid Do not be discouraged Okay so we're not doing this alone. 
All right. God loves you. God is there for you. But he has we have to cooperate with him. Second Corinthians chapter four, verses 16 to 18. Therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not upon what is seen, but what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary and what is unseen is eternal. What is unseen is heaven. What is also unseen is hell. <clears throat> okay. And that is basically what we have to hold on to. Okay. The suffering, the fasting, the prayer, the rejection, the, uh, the, 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 the cross that we have to pick up that everybody's denying is working in our benefit, in our favor. Okay. That's what we have to realize. It's hard at times. Okay. But it's up to us what we want to do. Are we going to hold on and persevere and keep pressing towards the mark? Or are we going to fold? Are we going to listen to the devil, the flesh, and the world? And, you know, and the world can also include the false churches that say that, you know, we don't have to work on our salvation with fear and trembling. We don't have to be cautious of what we say, do, and think. Something to think about, okay? Something to think about. Now, here's some scriptures on, you know, also some scriptures on uh, sanctification. Second Timothy, hold on one second. Let me switch over uh, quickly. All right. Uh, Second Timothy chapter two. All right. If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and meet for the master's use and prepared unto every good work. All right. So basically, all right. Um, it is to separate yourself. Separating yourself, like I said, if you want to be a boxer, a prize fighter, right? And you have to separate yourself from the pizza, separate yourself from the constant pasta, separate yourself from the soda, separate yourself from um, going out late at night and partying, separate yourself, focus on those push-ups, those sit-ups, the conditionings, the weight, your, your, the diet you have to eat, all right? Possibly not eating after six o'clock, um, focusing on those 3 a.m. runs, focusing on the weightlifting, the conditioning, the punching techniques, the working on your jabs, working on your cross, working on your uppercuts, okay? Um, listening to your coach, which is the Holy Ghost. Um, that's basically what it is, okay? So you could actually be used in the ring because in these boxing matches, you know, it's, it's, it's not just you. It's your coach and you. You're a team, just like with the Holy Ghost. You're a team, all right? It's you and Jesus in the battle, okay? Who do you think it was that put in the mind of David to use a slingshot to kill Goliath? It was Jesus. All right? 
who was there when um, God used Moses to split the Red Sea? It was Jesus. Okay. All right, First Thessalonians chapter five, verse twenty-three, and ver and the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Okay. So that's the thing: we have to commit our minds, our body, and our soul. It's not easy. It's what, but well, it's again, it's what do we want to do? What do we want to do? I keep saying that. It's basically what it is. Galatians chapter 2 verse 20 I am crucified with Christ nevertheless I live yet not but I, yet yet not I but Christ liveth in me and the life which I now live in the flesh I live by the faith of the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17 Therefore if any man be in Christ he is a new creature old things pass away and behold all things become new Okay. Here's some other scriptures like backing in, you know, going into also to the uh, endurance again. James chapter one, verse 12. Blessed is the man that endureth temptation. For when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. See the conditions right here, which he has promised for them that love him. Not for those that want to just sit in a pew on Sunday and the rest of the days live for themselves. Not for those who are not willing, even though they get insulted, they hold their tongue. All right. The life is hard. I'm not it's not easy, but I'd rather be told the com I'd rather be called on told, I'm sorry, I'd rather be told uncomfortable truths than nice sweet lies that will hurt me in the end. Okay. That's that's the thing. James chapter one, verses two to four. My brethren, count it all joy when ye fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith is worketh patience. But let patience have their perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entirely wanting nothing. OK. So basically, you know, I know how many people here watch the Karate Kid as a kid. Okay, when Mr. Miyagi said, karate is not just in the mind, it's in the heart. It's the same thing. Jesus can't just be in your mind. He has to be in your heart. Okay, that's the thing. He has to be in your heart. Okay. Just like, you know, it, it, it's not. It's not something that, uh, you know. You could just live off a of head knowledge. It's not. It's tough. Okay. And um, it, it is something that is difficult because it requires all of you. All right. Another thing is also when you start to live this life, you're not just spitting scriptures. You're going to offend a lot of people because a lot of people in the church, you know, don't really want to live it. This is why God, you know, there's a remnant. God knows what's up. Can't be fooled. He knows He knows what's going on. He knows what's going on. Okay. 
Well, I hope this is a blessing to you. And uh, that's about it. We all have a choice. Are we going to pick up the cross or are we going to be enemies of the cross? Okay. It's really all up to us. Okay. God's not going to twist your arm to get you to come follow him. All right. Okay. I, I mean, the fact is, it's like Jesus had a lot of disciples at one point. Okay. But he started laying down what it meant to be his child, what it meant to follow him. And the only ones left were the 11, save for one per, you know, one person who was Judas who betrayed him. Okay. So this is, and this is basically what it means with enemies of the cross for many walk for many walk of whom I've told you often, I tell you, even with weeping, that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ. Philippians chapter 3, verse 18. Okay. And the cross is, it, 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 you have you have to bear it. It's not easy. It's not. Okay, and it's it's a cross that you have to deny yourself daily. A lot of people are not willing to do that, so a lot of people don't go to heaven. It's just a fact. It is just the facts. All right. I'll leave a link in the description box to talk more about that, the cross. All right, that's all I'd say for now. Peace and God bless.